I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today for our Winning Side broadcast. It is Thursday, March 4th, and we are looking forward to another uh, great day together. We're getting close to Sunday, and I'm fired up about a great day on Sunday in the Lord's house. Uh, drive in at 9, Sunday school 10:15, morning service at 11, uh, evening service at 6. You say, Pastor, why do you always talk about Sunday? Because for the Christian, that's the day. That's what it's all about. It's about uh, worshiping our risen Lord. And so we're excited. And by the way, that also means that uh, we are getting close to Easter Sunday. As a matter of fact, today we are m one month away. April 4th is Easter. Today is Thursday, March 4th. And so we're looking forward to it. Let us know you're listening today. 252-308-4600 uh, is the number to call or to text. You leave a comment on Facebook. Let us know uh, you're watching. And to, to those watching, or excuse me, those listening on the podcast, we appreciate you tuning in there. Had a lot of comments yesterday, and I appreciate uh, all of the feedback. Uh, that encourages us. Happy birthday today. We've got three in our church, Clark LeMasters, Emmett Smith, and Heather Tuck. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day today, and may God bless you and your families. Uh, let's go to the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 3. And before we get into the Bible study, I want you to hear a song. I, I know we've played it on the radio before. I'm not sure we've done in church, but it is a powerful song. This song is uh, entitled About the Cross, and that is everything uh, that we do. Everything that we strive for should be all about the cross because the cross is what makes the difference. And so you'll enjoy getting to hear this great song, About the Cross. If I only had one song that I could sing you a story I could tell before I leave. If I only had one message I could bring you, there's no question it would be about the cross, about the blood, about the place I I've been given 
but in the end, my life is just about the cross, about the blood, about the place I found, God's mercy and love. And although it's bittersweet, remembering the cost, there's something beautiful about the cross. Two thousand years ago, if I had watched him die, I think I would have lost all hope, demanded to know why. But now I know the cross means everything, and it's the greatest honor to song. I love good music. And uh, that song uh, was a favorite of mine when my wife and I, we traveled with uh, one of the singing groups from Golden State Baptist College uh, that particular year. I think that was my favorite song that year. And uh, I tell you, if we only had uh, one song that we could sing, or just one story to tell, just one sermon to preach, it would have to be and it should be all about the cross. And I thank God for the cross. Paul said, uh, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of Jesus Christ. And uh, there's nothing that we have to uh, boast in, nothing we have to glory in, but it's all about the cross. And so thank you so much uh, for that great song. Daniel chapter 3, verse number 28. We covered yesterday uh, how the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they made it through the fire, not on their own, but they made it through the fire because Jesus Christ showed up. They come out of the furnace and Nebuchadnezzar declares in verse number 28, he said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed or uh, have, have, have altered the king's word and they've yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any God except their own God. I love this. I think it's great when Christians say, blessed be the name of the Lord. I think it's great in church when we sing that song, blessed be the name of the Lord and all praise to him who reigns above. I think that's awesome. But here's what I love. Here we have a heathen king, Nebuchadnezzar, who has just set up a statue, wanting people to bow down and worship that statue. And uh, within a, a short amount of time, he has changed his tune. And he said, you don't need to worship any statue, folks. You need to worship God. You need to worship the God of Shadrach, 
Meshach, and Abednego. I hope people could say that about us. Hey, I hope you worship the God of, of you. I hope that you'll worship the God of me. I hope that, that you will not worship the person, but I hope you'll worship the God of that person. And all the glory belongs to God. And God got all the glory from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Maybe it's because everybody knew they weren't the ones that saved themselves from the fire. They couldn't. It was impossible. But it was God who saved them from the fire. I like what it says in the book of Isaiah. I should have written the reference down. When thou goest through the water, I will be with thee. When thou passest through the fire, God says, I will be with thee. And I'm glad that God was with them through the fire. And God will be with you. God will be with me when we go through the fire. God did not forsake them. He was there. Nebuchadnezzar says, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel. God had not forgotten them. God had not forsaken them. God had not abandoned them. God did not lose track of them. God didn't say, oh no, I forgot about those guys. What am I going to do? God had it covered. He had it figured out all along. Nebuchadnezzar says this, that God delivered his servants that trusted in him. Now, I like the fact that Nebuchadnezzar recognized that God delivered them. Did you know that God is able to deliver you? God is able to deliver me. We sing that song in our hymn books. He is able to to deliver thee. And that is still true today. God is able to deliver you. But Nebuchadnezzar said he is able to deliver, verse number uh, 28, he was able to deliver them his servants. Nebuchadnezzar recognized they were not his servants. They were God's servants. I hope we're servants of God. I hope we're happy servants. I hope we're faithful servants. I hope that we're committed servants. We are servants. Our master is God. He is our Lord and we ought to serve him. He says he delivered his servants that trusted in him. You know, even Nebuchadnezzar recognized that they trusted in God. I wonder about you. Could people at your workplace or people in the neighborhood or your own family, would they say about you or would they say about me, those people, they trust in God. They believe in God. They depend upon God. I hope so. It says in verse number 28 that he delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word. They had uh, disobeyed the king's word because they had a higher authority. They knew they were not supposed to bow down and worship any graven image. And so they went against the king and they followed God. I hope we'll be willing to do that. Boy, I tell you, sometimes it's difficult when there's a lot of pressure and everybody's doing it. And in this case, everybody was bowing down. But they said, we're more concerned with God's word than we are with the word of the king. Verse number 28, they have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies. That word yield, it means to surrender. It means to give up and to give over. They surrendered their bodies to God. They said, if our bodies need to be burned so that God can be glorified, so be it. I think of that verse in Romans 12 where Paul says to the Christians at Rome, he says, I beseech you, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Our lives should be yielded to God. Our lives should be surrendered to God. We sing that song, all to Jesus I surrender. 
I hope you mean it. I hope it's your heart's cry. Jesus, I give you all that I have. I belong to you. They yielded their bodies to God. And then Nebuchadnezzar says, these men had refused to worship any other God except their own God. You know, we ought not worship anybody, anything, anything at all that would come between us and God. Our worship should go to God. And Nebuchadnezzar said they wouldn't worship anybody or anything except for their own God. You know, we belong to God, but God belongs to us. And I'm glad that we can claim him as our own. This is what the king had to say about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then in verse 29, the king said, Therefore, because of what happened with these guys, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their house shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. The king made a decree. He issued a command and he said, if anybody dares speak against this God, he said, that person is going to be chopped in pieces and that person, their home is going to be destroyed. It is going to be a, a, a pile of ashes, a pile of, of dust, a pile of garbage. He said, don't you dare speak against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How come? Here's why. He said, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. He said, there's no other God that can do anything like this. And that word deliver simply means to rescue. It means to give victory. And you know, God is able to deliver. God is able to give us victory and nobody else can do it. Uh, there is no God like our God. I heard a message years ago. I've still got the cassette tape somewhere. I don't know where it is. I could find it. But Dr. Larry Brown from uh, down in South Carolina, he, um, South Carolina, Georgia line, I forget which side he was on, but uh, Dr. Larry Brown from down there, uh, Victory Baptist Church, he preached a message uh, from the book of Isaiah. And it said, there is uh, no other God like our God. I forget what the, the uh, verse was there. I'll find it. I'll look it up now. It's bothering me. But he preached a message and he said, there ain't nobody like him talking about God. And you know, I'll never forget that message. I, he was preaching away and that was a shout in church and uh, he was preaching. You could hear the people in the background shouting, amen, amen. And at one point he, he had got fired up preaching and he said, I'm telling you folks, there ain't nobody like him. And, uh, he, and people were shouting and, and he said something else. He said, and you want to know why? And you could hear a guy in the auditorium. He shouted out, there ain't nobody like him. And he said, you're exactly right. And he just kept on preaching. I want to tell you, there is no God like our God. Nobody can do the things that our God can do. And Nebuchadnezzar recognized that. Verse number 29, therefore, um, excuse me, verse 30, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. These men went from being persecuted in the beginning of this chapter. At the end, they're being promoted. And guess who did it? The same guy, the same guy that wanted to kill them was now the same guy who is blessing them. And you know, only God can do that. Only God can take persecution in your life and turn it into promotion. But that is the God that we serve. He's able, friend, and we're going to trust him. I like what these guys said. They said, we're going to trust God. We're going to stand for God. He can deliver us. But even if he doesn't, that's up to him. He's still God. 
we are still going to serve God. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you live on the winning side today. God bless you. We'll see you back tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.